0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery, nothing more, and for sure nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: My name is Brandon P. My clean date is January 27th, 2022. My home group is the Keep It Simple group of Narcotics Anonymous in Bradenton, Florida. February 18th, making room for humility. Understanding that we are not unique is a good indication of humility. It works. Step 7, the disease of addiction turns us into masters of self-deception. or distorted view of the world might convince us that we're smarter than the average addict. When we're new to Narcotics Anonymous, this outlook can keep us separate from everyone in the room and lead us right back out the door. The pain of stubbornly holding on to our perceived uniqueness can keep us stuck in isolation. As one member found, eventually the pain was great enough and it didn't matter how different I thought I was from everyone else. I was an addict and if I didn't want to die, I had to start doing some work. Step seven shows us that in surrendering the defect of denial, we can let go of arrogance and pride, creating room for humility and identification within the fellowship. We can see our humility grow when we can sit in a meeting and naturally hear the similarities rather than differences. When we trust the loving higher power to remove our shortcomings, we begin to make sense of our true selves and develop a sense of place within an NA community. Regardless of how long we have been clean, or how old we were when we got here, or our career status, we remain teachable. The gift of humility allows us to learn how to ask for help and take suggestions. Sometimes, even with years clean, we can convince ourselves that our case is different, or we are the exception. Calling our sponsors, regularly attending meetings, and continuing to practice spiritual principles remind us that we share the bond of addiction, as well as a common solution in NA. Whether we think we are nowhere near that bad or the most flawed person in the room, we eventually find a place where we can be right-sized by continuing to work the steps. Today, I will be grateful for freedom from the sharp edges of my uniqueness and find opportunity to identify with my fellow addict. Thank you for allowing me to read.
0: All right, welcome back, everyone. It's February 18th, making room for humility. As we start to unpack the, the this reading, it's hard to talk about step seven without first saying, okay, well, we're, what's the relationship between step six and step, step seven, if I'm looking at um you know, becoming ready to have these defects of character um, removed. First, I need to know, well, what are defects of character? Why do I want them removed? Why aren't they serving me well? To make that connection with, you know, asking the HP to say, hey, look, look, I really don't want these in my life anymore. And and so that process is kind of like, you know, they go hand in hand, right? They build on one another. and And so the best way that I've heard it over the years, man, was explained to me and this is how I kick it to my guys too is step six is where I really take a look and see if there's any flat tires present in my life um, you know what are some things that are causing me pain causing the people around me pain and, and causing some static in between me and the HP and uh, and then once I identify those those flat tires I always like to use the analogy of if you've ever driven on a flat tire you know you can probably get to to where you want to go, but it's not gonna be a fun ride and and it's most likely gonna fuck up a whole bunch of other things too um dropping on some flats and and that's kind of what it what life's like It's exactly what my life feels like when I let defects of character kind of take the driver's seat and step seven is is me actively changing that flat tire and asking God to get down to this to to the root you know, of the behavior of what's causing those flat tires and removing that piece. But me changing the tire is me doing what I can do. And that's what I look at step seven as being is like, hey, look, if if I'm if I'm humbly asking the HP to remove it. You know, then then my action item is not to just wake up every morning and, and focus on, hey, I'm not doing this defect. I'm not doing this defect. I'm not doing this defect. Because then, man, I'm like fucking super handcuffed to doing the defect. But I can wake up and I can commit myself to doing the opposite. You know, whatever that spiritual principle is that can balance out that. Like I can do those actions. For example, if this defective character of mine like shows up in greed in my life. I ought not practice a six and seven. Like if, if I if I look at greed and I run it through six of like, okay, hey, greed's causing me pain, people around me pain, the static between me and the HP. Well, what does it actually look like in my life? And I can write down a couple instances of like, hey, this is how greed shows up in my life today, right now. And this is why I don't want it in my life. This is why it's a flat tire. My transition over to seven, I bring this humility piece in. So what can I do to? What are my actions? I know I'm asking the HP, I'm humbly asking the HP to remove it, but what's my actions today around this defective character of greed? Well, I know if I if I hyper focus on, hey, don't be greedy, don't be greedy, guess what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be greedy today. But what I can do is that opposite spiritual principle is being kind and generous. Man, so what does that look like in my life? Well, When I go through a fast food restaurant, I pay for the people behind me, give money to those in need, give my time or resources to other people be generous with my, with my time, with my patience, with my love, with my money. I can do the opposite principle of the defect. And that's me doing what I can do and trusting God with the results. The results being, hey, look, let's eradicate that behavior. Let's let's remove that from my spirit and they go hand in hand, you know, so step six and step seven, and then I I really appreciate in the first paragraph when it talks about, hey, you know, am I the smartest addict in the room, and, you know, and and how we can look at, you know, differences and stuff like this, and over the years, man, I've had different seasons, I was the youngest, I was this, I was that, blah, 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 and I had a sponsor one time, and he died of of prostate cancer, died clean, just a really cool dude, but for the longest time, and he would tell me that, you know, I would, I would be on some philosophical shit. We'd be going back and forth and and whatever. And, uh, he said, you know, boy, you're educated past your level of intelligence. And I would say, thank you. (laughs) Like for fucking years, man, he would tell me that, you know, he would say you're educated well past your level of intelligence. And I thought it was a compliment until he died. And and we were just kicking and chopping it up a whole bunch of guys that he sponsored and stuff. And, and then I fucking realized he was, <laughs> he was God that's saying, you need some humility in your life, you dumbass. You know, but, so, I, you know, and I'll never forget that, man. His name is Rodney M. and just changed my whole life, man. You know, and really showed me what humility is. And, and that's another thing, too. Like, in the course of a six and seven, we get in touch with humility because we're, we're dealing with these defects that are happening in the present, like, right now. And fuck if that's not... Man, that's not a dose of humility. I don't know what is, kind of, coming having that mirror up. And dude, isn't big picture? Isn't that what StepWorks all about? It serves as like a mirror and a window. It really does. Man, it serves as like a window. Like I get to see life, like not. I, so I get to turn turn my sight outwardly, and I get to see life, and I get to see beauty, and I get to see you, you know, through my lens but it's also like a mirror too because I can't have that un- unless I'm looking at myself. This is fucking really neat, man. But that but but with this humility piece, even with the 6 and 7, an- another another major um demonstration of humility and uh, throughout recovery is is the time and the generosity that other people have given me. The same guy that I'm talking about um you know, he was so, so his last couple of phases of his life, um, he was being treated, uh, for, for the, this cancer in, in Beijing. I remember I was over there with him and, and we would after he would get his treatment. Then we would go to this little dumpling shop and, um, and bro, he would just ask me, he was like, Hey, how are you? How are the boys? What's going on here? What's going on here, man? He didn't burn up any time talking about poor me and, if it could be this, and it should be that, and whatever and whatever, my thing about that now, and in, in, you know, at any given time, I could start bitching about, you know, whatever. I can get into that season of poor me, and it, and it needs to be better, and it's just not good enough. But I've had like some spiritual giants in my life, man, that demonstrated what humility is, and and how I ought to live each day, and I ought to live saying, "Hey, look, man, you know, my stuff." it is what it is. I'm going to do the best that I can do. Trust HP with, with the results. Now, let me ask you how you are. What can I do for you? How can I show up and serve you? Man, that's the message, man. And that's what these spiritual giants in my life have really shown me. So, so that's the invitation for today. I mean, I'll be mindful of it and I'll look for opportunities to say, Hey, look, you know, the, the, the things that are happening in my life, they're going to happen. I'm going to do what I can do, trust the HP with results. But in, in that process, well, let me find somebody who, who, who needs asked. how are you? And ask them. So that's the invitation, folks. I love you. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.